0: Hey everyone and welcome to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast. I'm Andrew. I'm Zach. Like a single chase at the track, we have overcome many hurdles to get today's recording to you. But it's a special recording because we're back in person in the same studio or otherwise known
1: as Andrew's spare bedroom. Well, it's an office, but whatever. And we have a guest tonight. <laughs> yes, we do. And for those of you who were paying attention a couple weeks ago where we mentioned the Police Academy, this guest is just one letter off. We are here with Mark Maloney. <laughs> <laughs> the running coach, well, coach Mark Maloney of WinFit. Welcome. Mark. Hi, guys. It's How are you doing, man? Been. Yeah, it's great to be here.
2: I'm looking forward to being on a podcast. I've never done it before. Well, well neither have we.
0: Yeah, you're, we've never done it well.
2: Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah.
0: So you, you've been often mentioned on this podcast, Mark. Um, I
2: actually noticed that. Yes. 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 Uh, you often
1: refer to you, Mark told me this. Yeah. <laughs> Mark says, you often say that Mark said this, but yeah. you often get what I said wrong. Yeah.
0: Mark <laughs> said, don't do that. And, yeah. and I did it and it didn't work out well. Exactly. That tends to be the way most of our stories go. Yeah. And um, it was good to say that you were training with us tonight. Zach. Yes. Yes. We came from track. Mark and I, we went to the track and did some, uh, what was it? 16, 1200, 800 and 400 meter repeats. Yep. Um, first track session I've done in a while, mm. uh, my foot, is feeling great. That's awesome. The, the plantar, the cortisone injection a week ago has really gotten the plantar fascia sorted uh, out well. So I'm feeling really, really good.
1: Yeah, yeah. that's brilliant. Mm. I had a good run today myself. Nothing's really bothering bothering, bothering me. So uh, I'm trucking along. So that's that's going to be all we say about each other, I think.
0: Yeah, we want to make the most of having Mark here, exactly. and having an actual guest in store. Um, so Mark, tell people about you, about your running history, <laughs>
2: Um, and then, sort of, what you've been up to recently? Because you're in, a, okay. you're in some hot form right now. I'm running pretty well at the moment. <laughs> um, I st- I started actually when I was 12 years old, wow. and I'm now 63. So uh, you can work that out for yourself. It's 51 years yep. of running, and uh, I turned up at high school thinking I was absolutely crap at sport, and uh, I discovered that you could actually run further than 100 metres. Mm. And I, the brother, I went to the Christian Brothers, and they sent me out on a five k run. Get rid of you. To a, no, a few of us, they were very yeah. keen on cross country, and uh, I discovered, hey, this is pretty easy. <laughs> and um, yeah, from there I went on, and uh, we had a strong cross country team. And by senior year, I was captain of the team. And
1: do you remember what your time was for that very first five k?
2: Oh, no, we just ran it. And I uh, I wouldn't know what it was, actually. Yeah, but you no, right.
0: uh, ran it and you came back and the Christian brothers had about three cigarettes at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that yeah. sort of thing.
2: Uh, by the end of high school, I was running about 16 minutes for 5K. Wow. Yeah, quick. Yeah.
1: Wow, that's yeah. that's fast. So mm. with with your high school. So you did track and cross country all through high school?
2: Uh, I did a little bit of track. Um, a lot of cross country. How I many uh, miles.
1: Were, well, yeah, it was miles for you back then. Wasn't yeah, it
2: was. Yeah. Uh, we were we were going out for six mile runs, which is ten k.
1: Yeah, every day. Uh,
2: uh, often about five k. But mm. their brothers were training us four nights a week after school. Wow. Mm. And uh, we also used to go for a run at. PE uh, and I'd be sitting in a maths class all excited that the next <laughs> class was going to be a run. <laughs> so nothing's changed. I'm no. still sort of the same way now 50 years later. That's brilliant. Um, yeah, I, I unfortunately missed out on doing a real athletic track career mm-hmm. because I was lucky enough that my parents were reasonably well off and we used to go water skiing every weekend. Nice. Mm. and. Uh, my brother was Australian water ski champion at one stage. And um, older brother, a younger brother, younger brother. Yeah. yeah. And uh, my father didn't understand running. So uh, <laughs> the, my athletics career ended up in the back burner while we went away every weekend. And, but, um, so you became a very competent amateur. I was, like, I've yeah. been a very competent amateur, yeah. yeah. And uh, I've, uh, yeah. Right, I got married young and got back into it uh, fairly seriously early in uh, my 20s sort of and uh, started running marathons and fun runs and my first marathon was actually uh, one of the guys, I ran a 10k fun run at Werribee from memory and I turned up at work talking about it and one of the guys that was at work said I should run the Melbourne Marathon with me. And I trained really hard for it, and he didn't ended mm. <laughs> up running and he didn't. And uh, I think I ran about 320 or something for your but, first marathon. Yeah. Wow.
0: And when was that? Was that when it was, was back when that like,
2: was 1987?
0: And was it still the one way then? It was Frankston to Melbourne. Yeah. So the Melbourne yeah. Marathon used to
1: start in Frankston and, and finish in Melbourne. The city. It was a one oh, way a trip. Point. I did. I, I think <clears> I knew <throat> that. When when did they stop doing that? It wasn't that long ago, was it?
2: Uh, it was. Uh, in the early nineties, ah, way it was quite a long. Time. <laughs> yeah. uh, that was awesome. That was yeah, great. Yeah. It was. It was a good run. The only issue was sometimes it was a headwind for forty-two
1: k's. Oh <laughs> bummer! Yeah, I can't think of anything yeah. worse. Yeah.
2: Um, but I really like like What I liked about the Great Ocean Road run this year, mm. I like point-to-point runs. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah. so do I, I think I really enjoy it. It's an them. adventure. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It kind of even a big loop is just kind of. Yeah. It gets, you're going around yeah. You're going around the circle. You do all yeah. that work and you end up where you started. Yeah. You know, it's great because yeah. your bag's there. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Exactly. Like one of my favorite, I think, um, half marathons. was a trail half marathon from Point Addis to Torquay and it was point to point. It was the aftergo, uh, Afterglow. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a lot of fun because it was like you never go past the same thing twice. Yeah. And it's just, yeah, it's an adventure. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. how how many marathons have you done? Do you know? Uh, Great Ocean Road was seventeen. Wow! Yeah, that's crazy.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I actually, I'm having my best year ever. Uh, By Melbourne this year, I will have done four in thirteen months. Whoa! (laughs) Yeah, that's. I mean, yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah. Uh, Because going back into your
0: history. This was the form you were hoping to have a couple of years ago before COVID. You were training, oh, yeah. you were training really well before COVID, and then you picked up a couple of little injuries. Yeah, the glutes, yeah. And
2: then well, COVID came I, in. yeah. I was having a lot of uh, glute trouble <clears throat> early in wing fits days. Yeah,
1: remember
2: that. Um, then I got really fit, and a month out from Great Ocean Road, I tore my Achilles. Mm.
1: Oh, no, bummer.
2: Um Then COVID happened and. Great Ocean Road got cancelled again. <laughs> uh, then uh, Co- uh, Great Ocean Road was all set to happen again. And two days before Great Ocean Road, the doctor said, I think you got shingles. Mm. Uh, yeah. yeah, and uh, so that didn't happen. Yeah. And then this year I finally got there Yep. and that's that was my favorite marathon. Absolutely right. loved it. Mm. What was your what was your time? I went through 42 in 344, I think. And
1: did the 45k in 359 (laughs) yeah that's crazy that's crazy and so what's been what's your favorite distance is it the marathon or is it Uh,
2: I like racing the half I like the marathon a lot Um, I like racing the half because the half marathon you can push almost a 10k pace all the way
0: yeah mm. yeah yeah and you can recover uh, better
1: from it and, yeah and do something again it's
2: a it's a distance it's achievable for us amateurs yeah. to actually race yeah 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 that's fair yeah that's fair you don't
1: hit the wall mm-hmm. no well that's it i mean because yeah. you know I was, with zach we were talking last week you know he likes to i think this is what you said you like to do your marathons at about 90 percent. yeah yeah because yeah. cuz of the wall cuz yeah. fear the wall i'm
0: scared of the wall so yeah. i like to know that i can do the marathon comfortably and then anything yeah. above that is a bonus yeah Versus other people who are like right i'm going to train 99% and and go all out and then i'm brave i'm not brave well you know.
2: my first <laughs> 10 marathons i reckon i probably hit the wall in most of them mm. Mm. um and then some of my triathlete mates Taught me about gels because <laughs> right. they they weren't a common thing back in the yeah. that. yeah they didn't and yeah it was mid nineties or something that they said here try these on a thirty five k run one day yeah and I discovered I finished the thirty five k's really strongly mm-hmm. yeah and yeah fuel helps so much it really <laughs> really does and it's happens. funny like
1: it it can kind of just like jumps out of nowhere like I'll go twenty six kilometers thirty kilometers and maybe just have something really light beforehand yeah. But if I'm in a race, that same 26 kilometers Mm. or that same 30 kilometers, I'd probably fuel two or three times for it because you're just pushing harder.
2: Mm.
1: You know, when you're training, you're not really, there's no adrenaline, so nothing's happening. So you can take that same distance and need to fuel for it. So yeah, it makes all the The difference the
2: other, The other thing that it shows how much is in your head too. Mm. But about 10 years ago, I went and saw a, a hypnotherapist sort of guy and I spoke to him about the marathon and he didn't sort of hocus-pocus put me in a trance or anything mm. but he just talked to me mm. and uh, now you think you're a chicken <laughs> he, he he convinced me that I could run the distance mm. and I've never hit the wall again since yeah okay huh which is just bizarre
1: yeah
2: yeah and um, within a couple of months of seeing him I ran Three twenty-three at Canberra,
1: at fifty-four years old. Canberra is a tough one. Like it's a lot yeah. kind of hillier than people give it credit for. Oh it. yeah. Like yeah. I heard so many people say, eh, "Yeah, it's flat course." I went out there and I was like, "Where the hell is the flat?" <laughs> <laughs> That's flat yeah, exactly. right at the top of the hill it's, and the bottom of the valley.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Canberra's not flat. Not at
2: all. And, and the other thing is, is it's a slight, slightly at altitude compared to Melbourne. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not up there for a few days before,
1: yeah, it it knocks yeah. you out. Like you yeah. can you can start that one really well, but maybe an hour, two hours into it, you're like, oh man, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> I got to slow yeah. down. Yeah. So when did Winfit
2: come into play? Winfit. I was president of Hobsons Bay Running Club in Newport for eight years. Best part of ten years. It was mm. sort of. Uh, getting right up there when I decided I'd had enough. And uh, it was basically that I was traveling to Newport three days a week to go running. Mm. And I thought, this is crazy, I should start a club in Mm. Werribee. And um, I did, and that was in 2017. Mm. And uh, I think you were involved then, soon after. Yeah, yeah. Um, And uh, Zach's been pretty much involved since the start. Um, and it's a more, ex- I'd say it's a more accessible club for people starting well, out my I, other places. my idea is to coach people of any level hmm. and not discriminate from people that, you know, just want to jog slowly. Yeah. You know, I just want to make them enjoy running, give them a safe place to run. Yeah. And if they're really out to improve, help them. Like we've got... Um, couple of guys at the moment they're hoping to break three hours soon and is, that, yeah. is this is this the
1: troy creature yeah, troy would probably look at going sub three i'd say yeah, yeah. that's a awesome. pretty good runner yeah. yeah i i'm after you troy i'm after <laughs> your distance brah you're always ahead of me by like a yeah. couple kilometers there's also every week. a guy nick tavendale uh, yeah there's heaps of guys that kick your ass now no yeah. whatever I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm <laughs> gonna come back just give it a couple of years man it's been, it's been
2: interesting actually we we've actually when the crew's there mm. um i used to be sort of right up with the leader leader of the pack sort of mm. and there's about seven guys i can't get up with now yeah right because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you do some pretty smoking paces like i saw the other well, day tonight we were going tonight we did the session in four minutes yeah like four minute pace well you
1: bit. did uh the last workout you did it looked like you were running at like three four 30 or 340 pace yeah there was one session that I was doing yeah in the threes and that's crazy tonight we
2: did I think
0: four, last one was under four
2: we did which, yeah, yeah we did 404 I think for the 1600 mm. um, pace I think we did four minutes for the 800 so that's about a 625 oh, that's good, 12, mile, 12, mm. 1200 meters sorry uh, we did just under four for the 800 meter and we did. I think I did it close to 340 Yeah, I went four hundred. I was behind you on the four hundred, and I went sub four. So you yeah, I way was way, I yeah. was way under four in the four hundred. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, Which was
0: great conditions tonight.
2: Like
1: it was good conditions. Cool, still. It, yeah, it was nice it was out. Really today. nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. good you, running. Yeah. Like I didn't do a, a, a mm. speedy run today, but it was just a good day for running. Like I was out there in my singlet. Mm and uh, I didn't have any problems. There's like that perfect temperature yeah. where once you get going, it's like right on. It's yeah. too cold to be out there with singlet and shorts yeah. if you're just out there with singlet and shorts. But if you've been running for 10 minutes, it's beautiful. Yeah. But no,
2: I just find it a thrill to um, see all these people improve,
1: yeah. you
2: know, even if it's just Parker, you know, if they tell me they have run a PB and like, you know, you get a like Bob, Oh yeah. Yeah, you know, he's a guy older than me he's had a hip replacement and at one stage he was he'd gone from sort of 40 minutes down to i think he got a pb of 27. yeah he was sub 30. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was amazing and uh he then got a few health issues and he's back <clears throat> doing about 40 now at the moment but he's <clears throat> been injured and yeah but it's just terrific it really makes you feel good
1: mm-hmm. and like
2: yeah, it's not hard to help people.
1: No, <laughs> yeah, and I think no. I think that's probably where my first PBs came from too. When I started working with WinFit, because yeah. I never really, leading up to my first marathon, I followed like an online program, which didn't really, yeah. you know, whatever. Uh, but once I started WinFit and did the track workouts, mm. it was like that's when that's when I really started seeing the improvement. And it wasn't just the improvement in running; it was like you make friends. It's a social mm-hmm. aspect. And Zach. And, <laughs> and and yeah it's just you know it's really i find a lot better well different but in a good way running with people like mm. i mean i f- find that it's harder for me like if i'm doing 8 400s or 12.400 or something i'm an, i know that i can probably do those faster if i'm with people yeah mm. because you know there's that social aspect there's the Confidence booster. There's the I'm gonna show off a little bit. Yeah, competition. Yeah, it's yeah. a competition. That's probably a... especially if Troy's there. Yep yeah,
2: freaking! <laughs> I'm coming for you, bruh Yeah, I was, Zach sat on my tail all all night tonight.
0: All night, I was I was on his tail the whole time, and about halfway through the 1600, I got a little ambitious and drifted out to go around, and my body went, "No, you're not." And I came straight back in and tucked behind him. So, but it was good. Like I I know that, you know, I would not have ran as fast. Doing that workout by myself yeah. as i mm. did sticking with mark so it was great like sometimes it's following someone sometimes mm. it's leading someone else
2: mm. well i find yeah. i often follow carlo yeah. yeah he'll pull me along and he's just really consistent yeah really and good flat uh, pacer yeah. yeah and uh it's just like most people go out and they go for a run which is great but they do the same thing all the time mm. Mm. and the track sessions just Teach you that you can push yourself out of your comfort zone and you won't break. Yeah, Mm. yeah. It it won't actually. It might. It it feels like it's going to hurt you, but it actually doesn't. Mm. Yeah, even if you get to the point where you feel like you're going to throw up, you you don't. It's not the end of the earth. You're not going to die. Mm. die. No. (laughs)
0: We we spoke about I think a couple of weeks ago the different track sessions that you can do and and Mm. mentioned a couple of the ones that you've Mm. done. Um, what's your weekly training routine like take take the listeners through it because you've got a pretty prodigious weekly training routine
2: i've got a it's become very very consistent my training week basically starts with a easy run on monday which is sometimes quite often done on the elliptical actually Mm -hmm. i've got a good quality nordic track elliptical and uh it'll do you can set it for a course and it'll do the hills and everything as you run along and um, it's quite remarkable, actually. Mm. I've I've actually run the entire Great Ocean Road Marathon on it, <laughs> wow. going up and down the hills, and yeah. yeah. Um, you can plot it on um, Google Maps, and it'll follow the. Yeah, mm. um, I, it was remarkable because I decided to buy it. I came into a little bit of money mm. from an inheritance, and I thought, oh, I'll shout myself a elliptical and then COVID hit. Yeah, so I, I had it there at home. And mm. I thought, how good's this?" Yeah. But yeah, so I often do Monday on the elliptical. It's softer on the body. Uh, Tuesday, I will do a track session, and I do that pretty hard mm. at one stage. Occasionally, I'll do two, tra- two track sessions mm. on the Monday. I'll do a morning session and uh, then I'll repeat it in the afternoon with the, with the guys. Because you were
0: doing a Tuesday I was morning. doing, yeah. I was
2: doing a Tuesday morning session. That was coaching. Uh, uh, yeah, but I was running it yeah. too. Because so you are a
0: very active coach. You participate in all I the sessions. I participate in yeah. almost yeah. all
2: the sessions, unless yeah. I'm injured or just really tired. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I do track on Tuesday. I do uh, hill run on uh, at the Yi Yangs on Wednesday morning. Mm. That's often between 10 and 15 Ks. Wow. um, And we go, it's all on the road, I don't do the trails, okay. so I go from the gate up to the car park at the top and back down again which means you have a 2k climb uh, and then you practice your 2k running down the hill as well mm. because I found it invaluable at Great Ocean Road, like the first half of Great Ocean Road I was averaging 450 pace because of the downhills mm-hmm. uh, you you might go to 515 up the hill and then you're going down down the hill at 445 and mm. sort of it yeah it worked out beautifully and then I got to halfway and suddenly the hills got a whole lot bigger <laughs> 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 and, uh, <laughs> money in the bank though yeah, that first yeah half. you got money in the bank exactly yeah. and uh, yeah so i I absolutely love that session at the Yi Yangs, mm. it's a terrific session. Um, mm. And then I go back to the track on Thursday night. Um, one one day of the week I tend to do short fast stuff, the other day I tend to do longer intervals, mm. tonight we did a bit of both. Yep. Um, then uh, Friday I always have off religiously, Yeah. Okay. I don't train on Friday, just it just seems to be a mistake it's so easy to you decide to do that one extra day and it's over training and mm.
1: yep all it takes is one yep. extra damn day <laughs> yeah
2: it can yep. it, it really can uh, Saturday I do two K's before parkrun and two K's after parkrun mm. and I run parkrun hard uh, coming up to the marathon I like to build that up to maybe 5k before the before parkrun and five k after, mm. then I like to run the long run on Sunday with tired legs after pushing parkrun, and yeah. So it it works out. Yeah, it works out about oh, I probably max like I can max out up near hundred k towards the end. Wow, especially when you're
0: in high marathon training yeah, season. Yeah, yeah.
2: When you when you're mm. getting up to a thirty-eight k run or something. Yeah, mm. but. Um, most of my trainings, I knew about
1: 70 k's a week. Yeah. That's average. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah wow. And yeah. you
0: bounce between like, and some people are like, I will only run in the morning and other people are only will run in the night. You're running both. You're running track yeah. sessions at six o'clock at night and then track Road sessions
1: at 6 o'clock in the
2: morning. like Yeah, I get yeah, the uh, Tuesday and Wednesday morning. There's only 12 hours between sessions yeah. So, yeah,
1: that's kind of good though. Yeah, it gets you used to running at different times of day Your body's feeling different so it's yeah. never like a surprise.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes your legs are like <laughs> holy mackerel and, mm. um, On Wednesday morning, it's like yeah the first cat that You don't get any warm-up sort of the the hill of the gate just you immediately start climbing yeah, yeah, and yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah it, it, it kind
1: of it takes you for a loop because I, I know when i do my um just every other week i'll go to flinders peak and i'll take a uh, an amount of time 60 70 minutes 80 minutes whatever maybe 90 and i'll just run up and down mm-hmm. flinders peak as many times as i can in that time but that first 10 minutes yeah, yeah. Sucks. <laughs> yeah, it really does. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're yep. just climbing in those mm-hmm. goddamn stairs. Yeah, are makes, the worst steps.
2: Yeah, it makes your legs very strong. Yeah. Um, I'm a little. I don't know because I'm very much a road runner. You don't like the trails, do you? I'm not. No, I've. <laughs> I'm never going to get you on an ultra
0: marathon on trails. No,
2: you? I used to like them. Uh, <laughs> I did have a couple of heavy falls. Yeah. Mm. And my wife got a bit like, you're no old. Don't keep bashing your head on the track. <laughs> Good advice, yeah. Yeah, and I, like, I fell at Parkrun earlier this year and gave myself a concussion. Yeah, wow. Um, and uh, yeah, so she's got a right to be worried about <laughs> me, and um, so I'll, I'll say she's... hello because she's in hospital tonight. Actually. Oh, is she okay? Yeah, uh, she had a bit of gut problems, mm. but the doctors decided that it's an irritable bowel, and mm. she's coming home
1: tomorrow. So. Right uh, yeah. Your wife's yeah. in the hospital and you're here with us.
2: Yeah. i well, for I've, you. I've seen her today. Oh we've she, Okay. Yeah. She's gonna be listening to this tomorrow. So Were we meant
1: to give <laughs> you
0: dinner, or are you gonna be okay when you get home? <laughs> no, I'll be
2: right. He's got coffee. <laughs> yeah. but, but,
1: so what's your thought philo- like as a coach, as a running coach, what's your sort of philosophy on training? So if I were to say if you could sum up how you train people, if you if, if like a somebody came to you for private coaching. Yeah. What's your kind of style of coaching because
2: i l- i like them to do a couple of steady runs i like them to do some speed work um and i think that the long run is crucial mm. yeah uh doesn't matter what you're training for i think yeah you know you just need to it just makes you strong getting mm. out and running for an hour or an hour and a half
1: yep. you
2: know? yeah yeah or if you're silly, three hours like we do. But (laughs) yeah, I just think, yeah, running long is, it's just, it's the most important run of the week. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be fast. It's just miles in the legs. And yeah, my running, I probably do, I do um, eight eight Ks of a 70 K week very, very fast. Mm -hmm. But, most of it's not pushing my guts out. Yeah. yeah, it's like some days I run the yu yangs fairly hard. It, some days
0: you do Sunday long runs pretty quick. Depends on which groups are there. Yeah, I they? do.
2: Yeah. yeah, some days I, I get down to around five minute pace depending yeah. on who I'm running with. Yeah, if I'm running with Troy or yeah. you'll make Troy bring it on bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll, I Yeah, oh yeah, well. We have got down to, yeah, 4.50 base. So. Yeah, 4.21 kilometers, <laughs> yeah. 25
1: yeah. kilometers. I, reme- yeah. I remember that. I used to run my fastest long runs with you guys. If, mm. like, you were there and Zach was there and, yeah. like, Anthula was there, forget about it. And oh. you just get distracted yeah. and yeah. just start was, talking. And, well, yeah. Yeah. this was a speed workout today yeah. for 20 kilometers, that's yeah.
2: fine. Well, we've got another terrific girl, Felicity, and she can run like Anthula used to. She's yeah. very quick. Very quick, mm. yeah. yeah.
0: Um, so what? What? Have, since you started running, what have been the big sort of things that have changed in terms of running, be it technology, be it education, be it just attitude to running in the community? What have, what have you noticed I've, over the last
2: 30 years, 50 uh, years? Well, when I first started, um, I'd go out for a training run on my own and people would actually whistle to you, hey, sexy legs, because yeah, <laughs> uh, they thought it was stupid someone going out for a run. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know? um, there's, that, there's that scene in Anchorman, yeah, uh, when he's talking, you know, I went out for something, they call it jogging or maybe yeah. maybe they pronounce it yogging, I'm yeah. not sure.
2: <laughs> so. Well it was a little like that. Yeah. Yeah, the, and um
1: When did it become mainstream do you think? In the eighties, I reckon. Yeah. Do you think yeah. with the Nike Revolution? You think that's what kinda happened? Uh
2: I dunno, the marathon just became very popular mm. and people decided, Yeah, we'll have a go at this. Right. And um I didn't have a I didn't catch on to it till about 87 yeah but um, I used to think I remember a guy at work said to me one day that a friend of his was running 15 K's to school to teach and then 15 K's back mm, And and I, I was like oh that's crap yeah. of, you know people we don't run wrong. that far <laughs> but then now i discovered. Yeah, we yeah lots do, of right. us do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so in it, the 70s and that, you didn't know about, like running
0: athletes weren't really popular, like Prefontaine and those guys over in America and stuff so like that. Did was, you know about them? Cliff Young?
2: Yeah. I was obsessed actually with John Walker from uh, New Zealand. Right. Uh, John was the uh, world record holder for the mile. Yeah. And I just thought he was a legend. Um, He was a good looking dude, sort of, mm. and a really good runner and... Yeah, I just thought, yeah, he's just awesome, mm. and uh, I think half of the reason why Winfit wear black is he used to wear mm. the black from New Zealand, and right. yeah, there you go. yeah, and uh, but um, yeah, he was sort of a hero, I guess. And there was uh, <coughs> Kip Keno from uh, Kenya. Mm. It was really quick. The miles always been a popular race. It's just that thing of breaking the four minute mile and Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Roger Bannister back
0: in the day stuff. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah,
2: I've, I've watched yeah uh, plenty of uh, there was a mini series actually, a good mm. mini series about the four minute mile and that uh, yeah. I'm just
1: trying yeah. to break six. Yeah. I yeah. know. Yeah. It's
0: incredible. Yeah, when you think about how like what we were talking today, we said for the sixteen hundred today we were about six 640 or, or something. Yeah, two and a forty five <laughs> off Four yeah. minutes, and they now go under four minutes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's just insane. There's high
1: school kids that go under four minutes, I'm yeah. just yeah. like, wow, dude.
2: Yeah, there's a couple of American high school kids who've broken it this year. Yeah, Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. And- so do you think it's the shoes, Mark? Have that, that, shoes changed? That, actually, that's gonna, yeah. that, that was going to lead me these, into my these question. These are actually uh, mm. super shoes. Well, because um, I was going to say, they look like that super foamy kind of thing. Well, I guess yeah. before we get into that, I, I actually have a question for you regarding technology and super yeah. shoes. Because yeah. Um, obviously we know I love my super shoes yeah. uh, for races. I've got a pair of now New Balance Super Comps, wow. uh, which are actually super shoes, but designed to be run a little bit more regularly. Not that I do. I still use my... Normal shoes, but uh, coming from somebody who's been running for over fifty years, mm-hmm. do you think that today's runners are today's runners as capable and as amazing as they are? Mm. Do you think that if they didn't have the super shoe, it's a different ball game? Do you think that takes away from anything? It doesn't take away from it. Yeah.
2: Like it's unfair to pick on them in some ways because. Like tennis players, they're not playing with wooden rackets anymore, and you know, golf clubs now hit the ball further than they used to. Mm. And why can't a runner have shoes that help them run
1: faster? I love that. Yeah, yeah. that makes me happy. That makes yeah. me feel better like, about that.
2: Yeah, you know, I I was con- trying to convince my mum to when get some I was, paper flies. Well, <laughs> when I first started running for the school, I was running in Dunlop volleys, which mm. were tenu- tennis shoes. Yeah. And uh, I said to Mum, "There's these Asics marathon shoes, which are supposed to be really good. Mm. No, like a ballet slipper. They were—they're yeah, yeah. really light, no cushioning, um, just a minimalist shoe. But eventually, she agreed to get me a pair. And the first time I ran in them, I came second in the all Catholic schools cross country, mm. and um, ran a." Very good time, I wouldn't know what it was, but yeah, mm. it made a huge difference. And I've been running in
1: ASICS ever since, actually. Right on. Um,
2: yeah, it just,
1: yeah. I think we all have ASICS because I've got the Cumulus out front yeah, for my. i got the yeah.
2: on, and yeah. runs, yeah. There's no particular reason, I just, yeah.
1: They're just really solid. Just a they're really just a good, solid br- they're just a good brand. Yeah. yeah.
2: Mm. And uh, yeah, all the marathon runners, they used to wear these. Uh, they, I think they were called ASIC's Tiger Marathon or something. Mm, yeah. And they were a, just, they were like a belly slipper. They yes. just had this thin bit of rubber on the bottom and they are as light as, and. Yeah. but they help, They certainly, they helped you run fast. They probably didn't help your bones and that. Yeah. Today's you, shoes
0: have a bit more cushioning um, and do. stability and yeah. stuff than those ones. But yeah. they're
1: probably just as light. Like I yeah. lift up my Alpha Flies and my Vapor Flies and they are huge, like they are. Chunky shoes. I can't believe
2: how light these but they are. Yeah, but they're so yeah. light. Yeah. Like, oh, these are the lightest shoes I've ever had. Yeah, and uh, but these are the new uh, MetaSpeed Sky. They're the ones that the late marathon runners are wearing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I decided to shout myself a pair, and I'm happy I did because yeah. they. Right on. They do. They go well. Nice. Yeah.
0: And what about other technology, like the amount of data you can get off a watch on your wrist now? Well, or I haven't
2: jo- joked to when that I've never. Um, I haven't run faster because of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The old stopwatch, you know, just standard Timex. Yeah. Watch. You still ran. Just as quick, you know. Do you enjoy having access to all the data,
0: I do. though? Yeah, or,
2: yeah. yeah. You do. Yeah,
1: I only yeah. look at the data when I do like a really good run. I'm a little bit like that. Yeah, you know, and
2: when it says your Vomax max is going up, <laughs> I'm like,
1: it. let's look at that. Oh, you think I can run a three nineteen marathon? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, doubt it. But all right. Yeah, <laughs> no. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that the technology. It's like you kind of get sucked into it, and in, kind of in a good way, in a bad way. Mm-hmm. But like, if I do a recovery run or an easy run or something, I don't even look at it if I do like a a threshold run Mm. or some kind of speed workout I'm analyzing every little bit of that thing and just like
2: Mm. feeling
1: good about it sometimes
2: I get very disappointed when uh, I run really really well and it tries to tell me that was unproductive
1: oh shut up watch (laughs) he's gonna turn that off no I know that for everybody listening your Garmin it doesn't base anything else like you could be doing an easy run and it's gonna tell you that you're doing your poor effort negative 10 or something and it doesn't take anything into consideration about anything like I did my mile PB last week and then it was like, well, your next run, you're unproductive and you're declining in training. Shut up, watch.
2: I do most of my running by feel. Mm. Yeah. yeah, um, Good luck. I like to run as hard as I can. Sort of just feeling that it feels right. Yeah. Not not just going. Oh, my watch says I got to go quicker. Or mm. yeah. yeah,
1: that's kind of a better. That's you know, and that's that's the bad thing about the technology. You get stuck into that, and you're you're like a slave to it. Like on a recovery run, you don't need to be looking at. Like, who cares what your pace is? Uh, you, you know, sure on your speed workouts, maybe you want to pay attention to that, but. For most of your runs, for example, if you're doing 70K a week, you know, and mm. eight of those are hard. Will you stop dropping stuff? Sorry, oh. I just keep fiddling with stuff. I'm Jesus. Just, yeah. um, <laughs> eight of those are hard. Probably a majority of those, yeah, you don't need to be looking at your watch. Yeah,
2: yeah the one time I find the watch really beneficial is I love doing progression runs. Mm. And yeah. that, you know, when you start at, say, five minute pace, and then you'll do 4.50, 4.45, yeah. you know, 4.35, and get down to say four minutes. It's just, the watch really helps you know that you're actually doing what you're trying to achieve. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So what's your philosophy on <clears throat> cross-training? Like what type of, do you do any cross-training? So I, I,
2: do, I actually I have a stand-up desk. I work as a graphic designer. Oh. And uh, I have, some kettlebells right next to the desk and I'll do squats and that while I'm waiting for the com- computer to do something or if I'm getting a bit bored if I'm doing. You'd or... be
1: doing a thousand squats waiting for my computer. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, I'll do a few of them. I don't tend to do, say, right, I'm going to do a half an hour of weights now. Mm-hmm. I just do an incidental weights during the day and, um, I like doing core, I'll do core exercises laying in front of the telly, yeah. <laughs> you know, I sort of just do it when I feel like it. Mm. Do you um, have a
0: regular injury prevention routine? Is there anything you do now having come back from the Achilles? No, the Achilles? just
2: just making sure that I'm strong. Yeah. 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 Um, it's yeah. Remembering occasionally to do a few uh, calf raises holding on to a couple of kettlebells and, yeah that sort of thing which um, just keeps your Achilles nice and strong yeah. Um, yeah it's just I yeah I don't think I'm disciplined enough to say like I am very disciplined with my training but to say I'm gonna sit down and do or, or take time to do half an hour of weights mm. I don't enjoy weights that much to be honest yeah. and so do uh, just do them here there and everywhere and you're it seems fan. to work for me. You're
0: a big fan of if you want to get good at running, run. And yeah, that's the most of your training.
2: But I do know I do totally acknowledge mm. that. Yeah, mm. you've got to be strong to you. Yeah. You've got to have a strong body to be able to do it all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't stick to that philosophy a while ago and I broke down and it really hurt when I snapped my Achilles. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to do that again.
1: That's fair.
2: Um, yeah, and Abby Speakman uh, from Cemetery, she's a very good physio, and she um, taught me to get stronger and yeah. that. And she's also a good runner, so... Mm. It's good to have a physio that does run as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um. So you were... Actually, because we were talking about this last week, you were... When I was with WinFit, I remember that there was a lot of... Not a lot, but there were certainly a fair few of hill workouts mm. or incline workouts. So what what are the benefits that you would, like if somebody were to say to you, why should I do hill workouts or incline running or, uh, you know, hill repeats? Yeah. Why, why, do you, why do you like to prescribe those so much?
2: It's, uh, you've just got to be strong. Mm. And uh, running uphill is one of the best ways of getting strong. Mm. It just... Um, strengthens all those little bits that you need to get a run. Well, mm. um, it makes you a much faster runner on the flat.
0: Do you remember what it was? Cause it was, it was, it was one random Wednesday. You were like, I'm going out to you Yang's to run the hill. You yeah. said, and you put it out there on the chat
2: and a couple of other people went, that seems like a stupid thing to do on a Wednesday morning. I mean, <laughs> uh, it wasn't that way. Yeah. But I knew that. Great ocean road was coming up and yeah. I thought, I'm going to need the hills. And, mm.
0: and there's nowhere local to us to run. There's hills. nowhere local. No. Uh, yeah.
2: During COVID, Francis and I were doing the, um, new Tarnak bridge yeah. and we were running from the bottom of the station subway mm. up to the top of the, over, right over the bridge, actually, and back down. And, uh, we were doing that 10 times, which actually gave us a 15 K run. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah,
2: right. yeah.
0: Wow. But the yeah. elevation
2: would have been like the elevation one go
0: up and down.
2: Yeah, Yeah, the elevation wasn't a lot. But when you're repeating it and running it hard. Yeah, yeah. it was because we were we were stopping for a, oh, about 30 seconds in between and then yeah. going again. And we were pushing it quite hard. So so even when you were in lockdown and couldn't get to hills, you found the closest thing we to found hills. the closest thing and yeah. like I just I live just down the road near Sims, so you're right. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's, that hill's been that bridge has been great for me. Yeah, it's really close to home. And, yeah.
1: So if you were to, if I were to say, there's a runner that I want you to coach, and you can only, they can only run, say, now I'm 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 crediting this to the Running Public podcast because they've asked a question like this, but I'm going to ask a similar question. So if you're all listening, I know you're not. Doesn't matter. Um, if you had a runner who could only run three days a week, what's that look like? What's the workouts look like?
2: If it was three days a week, it would be um probably two tempo
1: runs in a long run, I'd say mm. and yeah. if you could only prescribe one type of run for five days a week one type of
2: run, yeah. Uh, if it was just one type of run, it would be just a steady
1: run. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, no speed yeah. work? Well, you said one type yeah. of run. Mm. Yeah. yeah. No, so so well, that's, what I guess what I'm getting at so, is... Yeah, got him. Yeah. Lawyered. <laughs> no, no. What, what I'm getting at is there are so many people out there that yeah. will have X amount of days to run and mm. all they do is speed work and they wonder why they never get faster, they never yeah. They never recover, they're always injured. Um, so I was I was hoping for that answer. <laughs> yeah, if I didn't get that answer, I was going to be like, oh, well, on to yeah. you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> mm. uh, yeah, I'm a big believer in
2: doing speed work mm. uh, because I think most of us don't improve because we don't run fast enough. Mm. Yeah. Um, and I know a lot of like the famous Ron Clark, who was, uh, who broke 24 world records or something back in the day he reckoned that a lot of Australia's runners of not so much now because the the latest crop are running brilliantly mm. uh, but there was a crew um, back 10 years ago that Clark reckoned were underperforming mm. and he reckoned that they weren't training hard enough mm. but he used to train very hard Yeah. so yeah, I think you do need a lot of speed work.
0: Yeah, well, it's like um, we were talking about the other day. Yeah. Your recovery days are a reward for doing the hard work. Yeah. Mm. And if you want to run 42 kilometres fast, it starts with running 400 metres fast. Yeah. Right. Building
2: up from there. Yeah. Yeah, mm. yeah well, my best half marathon uh, back in the, I think it was early 90s, like I did 350 something per K for 21 Ks. Mm. You know, you. You can you know, yeah if you teach yourself to run fast you can maintain it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm. yeah.
2: Gives so, us
1: all hope.
0: So, you've, yeah. you've done, um, I think you said you've done four marathons. You'll, you'll have done four marathons in 13 months by the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So, the next one you're looking at is you just did Bravehearts? Just is did that Bravehearts. Right? That's a charity, that's part of the seven marathons in seven days that they do for charity. And you that's did, right. The they they do
2: seven marathons in seven days in seven states, yes. which is pretty crazy.
0: Yeah,
2: um, And I did. The wimpy Melbourne League. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just a casual midweek Wednesday marathon. No yeah. big deal. No big deal. No. no. Um, and it was great. Mm. I I was really thoroughly enjoying it and going at a really good clip. Mm. And then we got to about 21 Ks, and as Albert Park Lake often does, it just chopped up and the mm. wind started blowing really hard. And yeah uh it made the heart second half a lot more tedious than the first half that's for sure yeah I don't,
1: I don't i can't think of anything like i know i said this already but i would take rain heat cold but i swear to god running in the wind is mm. the worst thing ever what about running in lava andrew wouldn't running in <laughs> lava be bad i don't think it would matter because i wouldn't survive okay all right. so i wouldn't know about it fair <laughs> <Yeah. enough. laughs>
2: It would suck at first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll suck for a couple of seconds.
1: Yeah. And so so
0: the next thing is we're I think we're officially twelve weeks out from Melbourne now. That's yeah. right. Yeah. We're
2: about twelve weeks from Melbourne and uh I'm feeling like really positive about mm. it actually because uh I know I'm fit already. Yeah. And barring injury yeah. uh I'll hopefully get even fitter and
1: Are you training for a specific time or are you just gonna get out I, there I would
2: just... like to break three thirty.
1: Nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, your last two
2: were 345. That was three
0: forty-five. (laughs) And one of them was super hilly. One of them was a looped course in middle of the week
1: in the wind. Yeah.
2: And and the other was solo run, just doing one K
1: laps. Yeah. Wait, when, what you did solo one K laps for a marathon?
2: Yeah. I last September, uh, I was going to run the Shepparton marathon. Right. And it got cancelled like
1: um, two days
2: beforehand. Two th- yeah, yeah, COVID hit. Mm. And uh the event got called off because it hit in the actual town of Shepparton Yeah. And um so they offered us a virtual run. So I decided I had a perfect one K loop at Wyndham Park. Yeah. And uh, I decided it was flat. Yeah and didn't I have stairs in it? No. No, you
0: found a no, loop no, that I've got stairs. I've got a
2: loop that goes over the walk bridge, yep. down Watton Street, ah, past Hungry Jacks, yep. and back into the park. Yep. And it gives you a perfect 1K. So I did 42 laps of that. Mm. And yeah, I think I did one, I think I did 3.45 in that as well. Yeah.
0: So you've done three row, three marathons of 3.45, where none of them were like optimal for a flat marathon. Melbourne's gonna be mm. a delight
1: for you if we get As a long
2: day. as we get a good day. If we get, get a good day. day that the and day. that's always the,
1: yeah. I moment. think in the last four, there's been one good day.
2: Yeah. 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 Last time I ran Melbourne I I did uh, 337 I think mm-hmm. and uh, I Was annoyed with myself because going around um, The tan. Yeah, I let my head start talking to me mm. and uh, I got the sooks for about oh, two, two or three k's and got quite slow mm. and uh then I turned on the domain which goes downhill mm-hmm. and went what the hell are you doing yeah. and I actually bolted quite fast from there all the way back to the MCG mm-hmm. and I ran in yeah the 330s and I thought if I hadn't had that sook thing I would have been <laughs> much closer to 330 than yeah. 340. Still a pretty
1: um, awesome position to be in to be able to bolt fast the end of a marathon yeah i can't remember is could, anderson street hill a part of the marathon i think no I know no I it's like. not but it's still got that short
0: little sharp bit where where the boat sheds are and the bridge there uh-huh. you got to go up that then yeah then so nice.
2: birdsville drive yes. goes for about two th- two k's i yeah. think two or three k's and it slowly goes uphill yeah,
0: yeah. And it just grinds uphill. Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: it's at the 35k
0: right? right yeah that's so, right and that's yeah. that kind of it's just it's uh, yeah and of, apart from that little bit in St Kilda where you come up that's really the only hills in the entire yeah, course yeah and it just shocks you it, it really does. does it's like oh Fitzroy Fitzroy Street in St Kilda is also pretty tough yeah that's so, always yeah. Been,
2: that's, yeah. that was a that was a nightmare in the old Frankston course mm. you were almost home yeah and you had that hill and then you discovered that we used to finish at the Arts Center okay and uh, you discovered that St Kilda Road was a whole lot longer than you thought it was. Yeah. Uh, you thought you were almost there. Yep. Yeah. And the art Centre didn't even come in this. You know, it's got the spire. Yeah. yeah. You didn't see the spire for ages.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's like at the moment of the course that starts. It's like you run down St Kilda Road to get to St Kilda. You're like, this is fantastic. You fly down because you're full of energy. Yeah. yeah. Coming back three hours later. That's a good. Not choice. as quick. That's no. good no. no. It's funny how that yeah. changes. I can't wait. Yeah.
1: yeah. No. Because you're doing it as well. Bringing back memories. Yeah. 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 So this will be your third Melbourne. Third Melbourne. Fourth yeah. overall. overall. Yeah. Oh, well. Sixth if you count the ultras. Yeah, he
0: yeah, does. That yeah. counts. That yeah. counts. Yeah. You've
1: got to do a marathon to do an ultra. Six. So, yeah, six. six. six yeah. God damn I'm a guy. Shite. Anyway. <laughs> uh, so, what else? Do we have anything else that we want to talk to Mark about? You know, no, we've covered 51 years of running, right. it feels <laughs> like. Yeah.
0: Um, good luck. With Melbourne, um, yeah. I mean, I'll I'll you be too. there with you. We'll we'll yeah. all be there at the start we'll of the hold hold together. Be Indeed. We'll so, all be yeah, See each other, maybe. It. Yeah, maybe.
1: Well, all right. Well, look, Mark. Thank. It's been a long time coming. Three years in this podcast, <laughs> yeah. and we've yeah. been talking about you for at least a couple times every mm-hmm. other every episode, so it's been great to have you finally on, and uh... Whenever you want to uh, talk about it, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to... I reckon we all get together after the marathon and Yeah, do a chat. recap, Why not? Yeah. absolutely. I yeah, can do it. that. I think so. It's going on. Done. We can talk about how bad it Yeah, exactly. it was terrible. <laughs> exactly, We'll replay exactly. this. Like, like, what were we oh, thinking? Oh, man. <laughs> what where we gonna... Let's sign up for the other one right now. Yeah. Yeah. All right, everyone. Well, look, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Breaking the Barrier podcast featuring Mark Maloney. I've been Andrew. I've been Zach. I've been Mac. Thank you so much for listening. We will catch you next time.